Today on the podcast review show, we're looking at the Bear Arm Show. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. All right, welcome to the podcast review show where we help you fine-tune your content to uh, highlight the good stuff and, uh, you know, those things that might need a little tweaking. And if you're looking for a uh, an opinion from somebody not named Mom, you are in the right place. And uh, joining me as always, my good buddy, Eric K. Johnson, better known as the podcast talent coach. Eric, how's it going? It is going great. Thanks for having me along for the ride again, Dave. This is where we help you take a look at what you're doing on your podcast, help you find the stuff you're doing really well so we can do more of that, and then uh, find the spots that need a little polishing up so we can get those uh, uh, shined up, make it a little better, make your podcast stronger, and and get you moving forward. Each and every week, we invite a new podcaster on the show. We review their show right in front of them and uh, try and help them make it better. <laughs> and speaking of that, tonight we have John from the Bear Arm Show. John, how are you, my butt friend? Uh, I am doing well. Uh, just uh, returning from uh, from academia back into my real world. Uh, so I'm ready to – a little bit of a break, kind of. So I'm ready to get back into it. Excellent. So let's let's start off with a little bit behind the scenes of your podcast. Like, why did you start the podcast? Uh, you know, I, I think uh, my brother and I uh, feel like we have a lot to say about the Second Amendment and how those rights are expressed. I happen to live in New Jersey, um, which is not exactly a great state to live in uh, if you're a gun owner. So I think that kind of spurred my activism, and I felt like podcasting would be a great vehicle to to get my voice out there and hopefully make some things change. And listening to the show, your brother lives in Idaho, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And where did the two of you grow up? Did you move to New Jersey or did, were you born and raised in New Jersey? Uh, we are both, uh, we were both born and raised in uh, Minnesota um, up until the point where each of us graduated high school. He's two years younger than I am. Um, and as soon as I graduated high school, I was in the Marines my brother graduated high school and went in the Army. And um, during the time that we were in, my parents decided to move to Montana. He kind of followed them out there and ended up marrying a girl in Idaho, and I ended up marrying a girl from Jersey. So we <laughs> ended up on opposite sides of the country. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. I knew there were going to be women in there somewhere. Like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. It's always, it's always in there somewhere. Awesome. And uh, how long have you guys been doing the podcast? Uh, we've been doing this show since January 1st of this year. Um, previous to that, we had done a, another show. We had about 80 episodes. Awesome. So well, all in, you've been podcasting together about two years then? Uh, approximately, yeah. All right. All right, good deal. Well, what we like to always do is, is start off, we'll play a couple of clips from the show. Uh, that way, uh, the people that are listening uh, can also sit along with us here and uh, kind of form their opinion. And so what we like to do is just play the first couple minutes of the podcast and just to uh, get that first impression. And uh, this is what your show sounds like. 
Welcome to the Bear Arm Show. Your fun, sometimes witty source for news, commentary, and interviews. We focus on efforts to protect and restore the right to keep and bear arms. Arm yourself with the information you need to protect your rights. With your hosts, John and Michael. Hello and welcome to the pandemonium-inducing podcast of pandemic proportions. Without the propaganda. Without the propaganda. It is I, your humble host, Mr. John Willett, joined as always by my trusty brother, Mr. Michael Willett. Good evening. (laughs) Good evening, yes. Good evening. Yes, it's been a fab, well, mostly good week, I think. Uh, we've had a little bit of uh, wintry weather on this coast. How are things looking out there in uh, the beautiful uh, western uh, rocky area? Region. There you go. The rocky region of northern Idaho. Sunny and upper 50s. Sunny and upper 50s. It's like being at yes. the beach. It it is like. Does it feel like you're uh, you're in Miami? <laughs> What's that? Does it feel like you're in Miami? Uh, I'm not sure. No, Will Smith Miami. isn't. Will, okay, I got you. I got you. I got your reference. Will Smith. Yes. No, it doesn't feel like that. It feels much better because I can carry my sidearm and. A rifle around in my hands, and nobody's gonna nah, rub it in. Really notice? Rub it in. Keep rubbing it in. That's fine. Well, they do notice because they're like, "Hey, that's a good-looking gun." Oh, the, is that what they say to you? Yes, that's what they say. They're like, "I'm all about those guns, boy." It's a good-looking AR-15. Oh, is that what you ride around with? So that is the first about two minutes and ten seconds of the show, and we always like to kind of comment. We did, I need to point out. Well, number one, I, I liked that the fact is that music radio creative for the intro. Yes, yeah, that you can tell their stuff. Uh, so I, they I do love, great work. <laughs> yeah, I love the the energy and the professionalism of it. We're two minutes into the podcast. I don't have a clue what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> that was the thing. I was kind of like, all right. And okay. And his gun and his holster and the knife on his back. And uh, I think, Eric, you had it in your notes. How long did it take him to get to the we were weapon? We were about four minutes into the show uh, before the two of you uh, really set up what's coming in this particular episode. And you get you have three pretty strong segments in the episode, um, but we're four minutes into it before you tell me what those what those pieces of content are. And as as people punch out of the radio, they have a tendency to do the same thing with podcasts. You know, got people people subscribe to far more podcasts than they ever have time to listen to, and so they look at their uh, iPod or their phone, whatever they're listening on, and they go, okay, I got six podcasts here. They look through the headlines and figure out, oh, this episode looks interesting, and they start it, and if you don't hook them right there at the beginning, they're they're going to give up on it and go to the second most interesting-looking one and start listening to that. So that would be my first piece of, of, 
uh, recommendation is to move that right up front. You do you do a great job with the intro, telling people what the show is about in terms of the the show overall, the umbrella of the show, the fact that it's news and commentary and interviews, and we're talking all about the right to bear arms. Um, so that's what the overarching show is about. Now, what's this particular episode about? So as soon as you crack the mic, uh, thanks for being here. My brother Mike's here along with us. This week we're going to talk about bang, bang, and bang. And then, uh, Mike, how's it going out there? What's the weather in Idaho look like? Then we can get into the weather chit-chat and the small talk and get to know us portion of the show. But I would put that, um, here's what this particular episode is about, right up front so you hook. And we don't we don't wander into the episode. We hit them right up front with it. Yeah, the, uh, the title of this particular episode is called Ammo Band's Ammo Band Economics, which, so I kind of tell by the title that eventually we're going to talk about some sort of banning of ammo or things of that nature. Uh, it just, when I was listening, I was kind of like, all right, and when are we going to start talking guns? Besides, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, I, I think I, I agree with what you guys are saying because I know that sometimes we have a we have a tendency to meander our way into the into the news segment. We try. We've gotten to the point now where we try and do a news segment before we get into our major topics, mm. uh, and we do meander before we get into that part of it. And um, I, I think that's that's great feedback. Uh, the other thing is, is I kind of rely on the show notes. I think as a as a way to tell people what we're going to talk about, and then hopefully that'll draw them in where they'll already have an idea of what the agenda is. Yeah, I think you do a nice job using your show notes to set up the agenda of the show. Um, it, we're just four minutes into it before we get to that part of it because you do a nice job saying today we're going to talk about um, uh, Mike went to a, a gun show and and the whole ammo debate that we get into, which I think is a solid debate. I think you guys do a nice job debating it. And uh, you get into the the Gabby Gifford story and, and some of that debate later on in, in, the, in the show. You do a nice job setting it up. We just just move it move it up a little bit. That's that was only my recommendation. And, and, and to your point, I think it's it's good because I haven't. Maybe I'm not thinking about the experience of that new listener coming in for the first time. They yeah. probably haven't looked at the show notes because so many shows that I see, they don't tell you anything in the notes. It's just right. You know. Well, a lot of times, I mean, you've got it. Like I said, you have a great headline, but a lot of people are pulling up their phone and they're they're using that headline. You know, to to like I can as I look at mine, uh, are all content creators full of crap? Is a title here. Um, the, <laughs> yes, you know, we are. Uh, yes, um, putting your audio podcast on YouTube. So there's the title. So we kind of get that. But um, so I, I I see your point that if they did read that, you know, they should know what we're going to talk about. But uh, um, one, I just, of hopes, one of my hopes talking to you guys is about growth, and I, you know, I think that kind of falls into my growth thing. So. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know we're not YouTube, um, but just to give you an idea of, of how some people are, uh, when I interviewed um, kind of a, a YouTuber, for lack of a better phrase, she said the, the average like attention span, like you have eight seconds to get people's attention. So that's where, um, you know, the intro was awesome. The thing, and I know he was being funny, but it was, I thought it was kind of odd that, um, you know, you come in, here's the intro, and you're like, hey, welcome to the pandemonium, and then, and then, and then your brother goes to be funny, and he's like, good evening. And it he was just that, like the, He does that every, every episode. Yeah, the energy <laughs> kind of went, wow. It, it reminded me 
when I was growing up, there was this local band that they spent thousands of dollars. They had this big thunder and lightning and it'd be like the band from Paul. <laughs> and then they'd come out and be like, all right, let's play some Zeppelin. Ding, ding, ding. There's like the energy was just like, and I'm like, ah, oh. so, um, yeah, you might want to prod him or something. Give him some energy, things like that. Uh, but, uh, so, um, Eric, anything else on the intro before we, uh, we got more clips uh, to play here. The, I thought the production of the intro uh, uh, was was solid. The both the intro and the outro that we'll hear a little later uh, sounds great. Sets up the show. It's nice and succinct. It doesn't uh, it doesn't go on and on and overstay its welcome. You, in a nutshell, you've done a nice job working with them to to create an intro that's succinct and tells us exactly what your podcast is all about. I thought that was pretty strong, um, and that's that's about what I had for the introduction. All right, so one of the things that uh, you guys had this this cool debate on price gouging and when ammo gets short on stock and things of that nature, and um, I, I thought it was cool. Here again, it shows that you guys are kind of taking it seriously. You had some really cool sound effects uh, throughout the, the show, and uh, this one kind of is how you you get that topic introduced. All right, so with that, we're going to move on to our first opinion segment. We're done with all the factual stuff now. Now Mike's going <laughs> to... Well, sort of. Uh, this is fact. Right. I only speak so we're done. So we're done with the objective reporting. We're going to get a little bit into the opinion part here. Uh, what did you see that, that might have set the bear loose? This is not a drill. The exits have been sealed to prevent escape. Please follow all instructions from the staff and do not make any sudden movements. Well, I was working with an individual who was at the booth with us. And uh, and he was with his daughter, I believe, and they were walking around the show to take in what other vendors had. See, see what they had, and he told me about an interaction between an individual selling an AR-15 and a customer, and the the interaction was was less than truthful. The vendor was portraying his AR-15 that he was selling in a much higher light than it, it should have been portrayed. So he was basically lying about his products. So I like, I pulled this clip for a, there are a couple things. This is a great example of we, we spotlight the good stuff and we kind of point out the things that maybe need tweaked. I like this because as he started to explain the show, I pictured the little girl in my head and, and her, to me, she was like, I don't know, seven and, and her, her dad's leading her around the gun show. And, uh, you know, so I, I thought that was kind of cool. And I loved the, the, the sentiment behind this. It's like, Hey, that's not cool. You know, these people are basically just lying, for lack of a better phrase, about their gun. And so we had a story. And, you know, everybody loves stories. And so I was like, oh, wow, cool. So I, I got to kind of be at the gun show, which was that whole segment was, you know, when he was explaining the, the booth and how he was working and things like that. Uh, so that was the, the part that I liked. Eric, I know you had some, some notes about how they got into this segment. Yeah, right here we could spend... 
we could spend weeks on this right here. I, this is one of the things that I I work most on when I'm helping uh, both podcasters and broadcasters, and that's the transition from from one topic to the next. Um, a, a lot of us feel the need to um, highlight the fact that we're changing topics. You know, that was okay. That was the news. Now it's time to move into our opinion segment. And, you know, we flash the neon sign that says changing topics now. And what I, what I try to explain to podcasters and to broadcasters is there's no need to do that. It's as if you and I were, were at a uh, party and we're talking about, um, the, the uh, right to bear arms and we're just having this conversation and then all of you know, Oh, did you see in the news the other day? Uh, this happened. What some gun right activist protest thing. And you know, I, I, it was in, it was in this city and here's what happened and here are the facts and the details that I know. And then all of a sudden we start getting into a debate on whether or not uh, you should have the right to carry around an automatic weapon. And we just get into that debate, and then that carries us into, you know, would you carry your gun into a school, or should there be schools? And schools are crazy. And then all of a sudden we're talking about schools and the education of our kids. The conversation just flows from one topic to another. We don't stop talking about, okay, that was the facts. Now what do you think about it? And we get into that. There's really no reason to highlight the fact that we're ending one segment and we're starting another. Just as if you were in a conversation with somebody at a party, you would just – start talking about the next subject because there's that natural ending there. And if you, if you watch, um, like, uh, sports talk shows, uh, like pardon the interruption on ESPN or things like that, they they'll say, Hey, here's what happened in the game here. The, the, the player and the coach got into it. Here's the facts. And then all of a sudden they'll start debating it and getting back and forth into a heated argument about it. And they just go into the the, the uh, commentary segment of it, the opinion segment of it. They don't say, okay, this is our opinion now. That was fact. This is opinion. They just do it. And that's what I love about your show, especially when you get into this discussion, because this discussion really highlighted the difference between you and Mike, because Mike is very fair. The, the, the playing field should be level for everybody and, you know, shoot people straight and charge them a fair price and just go about your business where you're like, Hey, free market society, capitalism at its best, charge what you want. If I don't want to pay for it, I won't pay for it. And he's like, well, you shouldn't be gouging people. And it, and it really highlights the difference between you two, which is what I loved about the debate. Um, just the way, the way you got into it, I thought, um, could have been a little smoother. And, and each time you changed subjects in the show, you did that. Okay. Now enough of that. Let's talk about this now. And you kind of changed subjects where I think if you just picked it up and you said, um, you know, I read the other day that this happened and then we start talking about whatever that happened to be. It's just a natural progression of a conversation. And I would, I, I would um, suggest you try and work on those natural transitions. It's a tough thing to, to do and it doesn't feel natural when you first start doing it. But if you just pretend you're at a party and you're just having a conversation with a buddy and the topic just happens to change, just let it change. It'll sound natural when you listen back to it. The, because uh, I like the debate. The thing that, that killed me about the debate was when it really like you like all of a sudden you brought your A game. Well, it sounded like this. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna change this up a little bit. Uh, so the price of the magazine is the price of the magazine a function of its value to the person who's willing to buy it or a function of the costs that it took to produce it. Depends on what you're talking about. 
Why? Why not? Okay, so here it is. If you it's a hire function of the value of the of the customer who's who's purchasing the item. Right. And the only way that you're gonna find it is by having an assortment of prices and you find out where you get equilibrium. Let's move on. <laughs> Constitutional carry. Yeah, and that's what I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. This is where to me, I would have liked to started there. Like let's let's like hey what's your side but okay here I got a question for you and I was like because that's when it was like getting I'm like oh now we're all right now now I'm listening and he's like let's move on and I'm like oh you got to be kidding me that's where you should have started that was like so. I, have a, I have a confession to make there is a there is a small section that was edited out okay <laughs> it was almost like Mike threw in the towel right there he was like. All right, you got me. Move on. I, I yeah. didn't mean to make it sound that way, but there was something that had to be edited out. And okay, yeah, <laughs> but you're right. Um, I think I, I do. You know what? I hadn't thought about it, but I am glad that we were able to look at that because it is hard for us to find things where we're that different of an opinion on it. So, well, yeah, and that's the that's one of the issues you're going to run into because you're both pro guns, and so trying to find differing opinions. It, it, you're just looking at you know different shades of gray now because you're both of the same belief. Um, so f- when you find opportunities like that where you do disagree on things, um, th- th- that's where your great discussions are going to come in. And I thought this one right here really showed the passion uh, from both of you on both sides of the fence, even though Mike doesn't want to get into the debate. I mean, he almost feels uncomfortable debating the topic. Like he starts getting fired up about some things in it. And then he just kind of pulls himself back. Like he wants to be reserved. Like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to, there were a couple times I could hear him sigh. He's like, Oh, you know, like, like he just wants to blow up, but he's almost too nice of a guy to do it. Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah, I I could hear that in the show, and this is the first time I'd ever listened to the show, and that really came across to me. And and I love the fact that he wears his heart on his sleeve like that, like trying to be PC, but you know, deep down inside, it's just bubbling and wanting to come out. And you're the guy just poking the bear, like poke, 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 just trying to get him to <laughs> to blow up. And he even called you on it one time, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, are you trying to make me just say to- something stupid? Yeah, right. You're just baiting me into it and get me say something stupid. No, I said that to him, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was a good discussion. I loved it. And then, uh, oh, go ahead. One other, one other thing I wanted to add there was the uh, the the sound effects and the production leading into the the segment. Um, I thought was good, even though we were talking about the gun show, and now we're kind of changing it up and we're still talking about the gun show, but more of an opinion sort of thing. I thought the production piece was a nice little transition between the two. Yeah, uh, we can we can say thanks to MRC again for that one. So, and, and you can use that even though that highlights the fact that we're talking about a new subject. You can continue to use that piece. Um, I don't think it's necessary that you follow that piece with yet another statement that hey, we're changing course. I think that production piece kind of tells everybody we're kind of changing course a little bit. So just punch I, it, punch it, and let the discussion roll. Yeah, I don't think you even have to set it up. You could just say, and here's my final thought, you know, whatever you're saying. So I'm like, and, and that's why I don't think we should do this. Here comes the, and just hit the bear. That's the, you know, use it as a period on the end of that last sentence. And then on the other side of the bear, just go, so you were at the gun show and, you know, prices are going through the roof 
and just start the next subject. And uh, uh, it just will seem a little, it, it does kind of have like a stutter step there. And, uh, and, and like Eric said, it's very, it's not natural. I do it on this show. I have a hard time going, and now we're going to talk about the intro. It's like, it's hard not to just announce what you're doing. Uh, but there are those things that kind of interrupt or, or the the momentum kind of starts to, to lean. I know Eric, uh, uh, you have a clip here. I'm going to play just a little bit of it. And uh, you had some comments. This is around, this is about the 29 minute mark is, so we're about, uh, about halfway through the show. Yeah. So, well, good for them. They still have stock that they'll be able to sell on the black market after it becomes illegal. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Oh, fun times. If you uh, if you want to comment on Cheaper Than Dirt's pricing policies, <laughs> feel free to email me at john at beararmsshow.com. <laughs> Or you can email me, Mike, at beararmshow.com. That's right. Just call him a communist. Yes, call me a communist. Call me a socialist. I don't think it's right to, to gouge people. Although you talk about artificial, uh, uh, what did you call it? Artificial uh, holding down of prices. Manipulation. Market manipulation. What about, what about like Walmart? They haven't raised the prices on anything because... Their price from their manufacturer hasn't changed. That's their problem. So it's it's kind of uh, an interesting clip because on one hand, it sounds like we wrapped it up, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh wait a minute, Walmart." And um, it, on one hand, you guys are kind of the Paul Harvey of podcasting. Do what I mean, I well, that's a great inside. Red. Did you guys have Paul Harvey in? Uh, Paul Harvey's a, uh, he's, I think he's dead now, but yes. he was a, uh, he's a radio guy, famous radio guy, used to do the, the rest, rest of, the of the story, and he had the, he would be in the middle of a sentence and just pause, and you wanted to go, can somebody shake him, make sure he's like, has he got sleep apnea or something, he's one of those guys that falls asleep, um, so there, you know, you guys were kind of like, or you can email me. And you're kind of like, like I got the feeling you guys didn't know what was coming up next or how to kick in, you know. Eric, I think you had some some uh, some thoughts on some of that. One of my uh, one of my broadcasting mentors uh, always told the story of P.T. Barnum, and before uh, P.T. Barnum was um, in the circus business, he was the traveling sideshow guy, and uh, uh, my mentor always said, "Take the first exit." You know when know when the 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 bit's done and get out when you can. And so he told the story of P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum would would have a big sign up and say, "Hey, this way, come see the the two headed two headed dog in in this trailer." And uh, they, oh, hey, Martha, let's go see the two headed dog. And so they'd go in to see the two headed dog. And wow, look at that! There's the two headed dog. And in there, next to the two headed dog, he would have another sign that said, "This way to the egress." And he go, hey, hey, Martha, you ever seen an egress? And she go, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen an egress. Well, let's go check it out. So they go to the egress. Well, the egress is just another word for the exit. Next thing you know, they're walking through the door and they're out of the exhibit. So he would get people in and then he would get them out as quick as he can so he could get more people in to the exhibit. And, and P.T. Barnum 
found that the, the quicker he could get people in, the quicker he could get people out. And so take that first exit. So as I'm listening to this particular segment right here, you have a great punch. You have a great, well, at least they're going to have ammo left when they leave the show so they can go gouge somebody else, which was a perfect out. Now there's a great transition point where you can pick up the next subject because right after this, you go into topic number two or three, whatever it happened to be. I can't remember which one. Um, but so when you hit that, well, at least they're going to have ammo left now to, to go, go gouge somebody else after the show. We can roll right into topic number two, but instead you kind of tread water for a bit. You know, you didn't take that first exit, so you're like, all right, well, if you want to comment on their pricing practices, you can email us or email him, and you kind of you kind of treaded water there for about another 60 seconds, and then you're like, all right, well, uh, and then you went into um, the final topic of this evening is whatever it happened to be, um, the the story about um, Gabby Giffords, and. Uh, I thought you could have just jumped right into that. It would have kept the momentum of the show going because every time you finish a, a portion of the show and you say, okay, that's the end of that portion. Now it's time to start this portion. That gives somebody the opportunity to hit stop on the podcast and go do something else. You know, if they're sitting in their car listening to the, oh, you know what? If I can just get through this part, then I can go into work or whatever it happens to be. And if you just flow from one right into the next and they don't know it and all of a sudden they're sucked into to topic number three before they realize it, now they're listening to the final 20 or 30 minutes of your show. But if you stop and you say, okay, we're done with that, now we're going to start this, they can always go pause, I'll come back and listen to that later, which means I'm not going to come back and listen to that later, which means I'm going to go listen to a different podcast next time around that I can start fresh. So just going back to let topic one flow into topic number two, find that out. And, and when you listen back to your shows, listen for those opportunities to get out because it, it doesn't come easy. I work long and hard with a lot of people to try and find that out and being able to recognize it in the moment is a difficult thing. So when you go back and you listen to your shows like a real listener would, um, you'll hear them. You'll go, oh, right there, I should have got out. I should have got out of the bit right there. And instead, we continue to talk about it for another two minutes or whatever it happened to be. And But the more you listen back to your shows and you hear where the out should be, um, the more comfortable you'll be taking that out when you're, doing your, when you're doing your show live and in the moment. And the other thing we should uh, probably talk about here is um, we'll get a little bit into the, the technical side of things here. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Uh, one is real simple, and I'm not quite sure what happened here. Um, but inside your MP3, they have these things called ID3 tags. Yeah. And I always just say that it's kind of like the rings inside a tree. And so when I look at yours, for whatever reason, there's no title. And unfortunately, the title is the most important thing. Now, granted, in you know the podcast app and a lot of other apps, it pulls the title from your your website, but if somebody were to download this show, that wouldn't show up. Not, we're not seeing your we're not seeing your screen, Dave. You're, you're not seeing my screen. I, I saw it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Let me do that. Now you can see it, I bet. There yes. it is. Ah, there we go. Can you so, see it, John? I it's kinda going up and going away now. <laughs> it it should stay here. I've I've got it locked on even if you guys talk, it should stay on that. Okay. The old Google, the old Google Hangout. Uh, so yeah, this is missing. Everything else was fine. In the comment section, worst case scenario, put your website. 
a lot of people will put like a little two, you know, today we talked about, you know, um, ammo gougers and, uh, you know, um, victims of gun laws and things like that. For more information, go to beararmshow.com slash whatever. Um, the other thing is, the good news is you have your album art in here. Perfect. Um, the kind of bad news, and it's not, it's one of those things, it's a little bit like ID3 tags in general. You're using the 1400 by 1400, and in some cases, it's that size of a file starts to like elbow out some of the things inside the MP3. Uh, I've had people that when they go to, if you're using the PowerPress plugin, you'll do the old, um, I think it's confirm, or I forget what the little button is on the right-hand side, and it'll show you the, the time and the size. And I've seen people that have problems with that because they're using this gigantic image inside your MP3, and it, it just basically inside causes issues. So I wouldn't go above 600 by 600 because uh, in the end, that's going to show up depending on what you're using on your phone or in window in windows media player, uh, things like that. So not a, not a huge deal. Um, I see you're going stereo at 128. Um, that's fine. It's a little overkill again, because, um, now on one hand you do have the sound effects, so I can see maybe why you want to go, um, stereo, your constant bit rate, which actually you're doing, I take that back. You're doing 128 mono, which is, um, according to this single channel here, um, which is way overkill. Uh, we, um, I, I had actually, um, uh, after starting to listen to some of your more recent episodes, mm-hmm. I've adjustments to that. So first I went mono, and then I started bringing down the bit rate. Yeah, because you can actually go um, 64 and be just as good as a CD. And I'll explain that when I turn my camera back on. But in the meantime, let's talk about your website. The beauty Dave, can, of- I ask, can I ask you one quick question so you sure. can uh, clarify this for... Yeah. For us, um, when you talk about the uh, the uh, logo inside mm-hmm. the, the uh, MP3, there, um, we always hear iTunes wants fourteen hundred by fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. What's the difference between the six hundred by six hundred you suggest tagging the MP3 with and the fourteen by fourteen that iTunes requires? Yeah, it's it's one of the most confusing things in podcasting is you typically, whether it's via Libsyn or um, PowerPress, whatever you're using to make your RSS feed iTunes compliant. Um, in fact, they just raised the the largest size can now be 3,000 pixels, which is pretty much the size of your head. Um, <laughs> and, and the reason for this is when you look at these things on these retina displays, they're super, I guess it makes them smaller. There's more detail. And if it's not, because uh, they will shrink them down. It's, it's kind of weird because you're putting this, you know, 1400 by 1400 image. And when you look at it in iTunes, it's about a hundred, somewhere between 75 pixels and 150. They really shrink it down, but because it's this big image shrunk down, it's super clear and specific. So that is on a website. It's on in WordPress somewhere. And so when you look at iTunes and you actually see somebody's image inside iTunes, it's actually pulling that image from somewhere on the web. This is inside the MP3 file. iTunes used to read this information. They might read it now if you download the file. Uh, but if I know if I played this in Windows Media Player, it wouldn't show the title. It's, it's, it's kind of odd, and this is where I wish there was some uh, consistency among players. 
uh, many podcatchers like Stitcher and iTunes. I think now they're pulling all the information from your blog post, but other podcatchers actually read the ID3 tags. So it's one of those things where I wish we could all get together and say, where are we getting the information from? But that's why it's kind of important to put it there because some people use the podcast app from Apple. Some people are using other things and uh, it gets kind of weird that way. So, um, so, so when is, you put the 600 by 600 in here, where do you put the larger 1400 by 1400? The 1400 by 1400 will be somewhere. It'll either be, let's say you're using Libsyn. You would actually, there's, there are settings in your Libsyn account that you put in just for iTunes. Uh, if you're using PowerPress, you would go into your website and in the PowerPress setting, there's a spot right there. It says iTunes and, um, there's a little link there where you upload your image. So it's, it's weird. Your image is on your website, but iTunes is pulling it through into iTunes. Does that make, it's, it's hard to explain, especially in an audio format. Uh, <laughs> but I think you did a fine job. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an analogy and I'm stuck. I'm like, Hmm, something that looks through another thing. But, uh, so, but I looked at the audio. It's it's you've obviously running it through Alphonic or Levelator or something with some compression because it was just you know there's not a lot of dynamics in there. Um, I, use a, I use Audition. Yeah, so that was good. Um, you know, I know um, at times if you get fired up, uh, both Eric and I noticed there are times when your your mic's a little distorted because you you're getting a little fired up. I tend um, to. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, but it was one of those things like, all right, my, and that's, it's so easy to do. I know I do that. I will, uh, I'll, I'll be talking and I'll check my volume and then I'll like, I'll hit record. I'm like today on the show. And it's like, okay, there goes the, everything's peaking off the chart. So, um, but on your website, you're using a, a theme from a company called Appendipity, uh, podcast pro, I believe is the name of it. And I love this theme a, because it's easy to, uh, easier, I should say, to configure. They've got great tutorials built right into the theme. Uh, it's phenomenally designed uh, for anybody on a phone or some sort of mobile device. you got the big giant player here. Uh, I like the fact that you've gone the extra mile and actually put an image. So every time you go on a different uh, episode, there is a different image in the back. And you've got big giant subscribe buttons. Uh, you've got your email address even here and, and your all the social sharing buttons Super easy to navigate. That's why I like this theme. There's not. A, it's kind of hard to make a bad unless you have bad images and you don't. Um, it's pretty hard to make a bad looking website using uh, this theme. The uh, you know you've got the 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 key players here about the show. Um, you know is going to help explain for those new people that are like, okay, what is this show about? And it's great. I love the fact. This is what I always recommend put the about the show first because people are coming here to learn about the show and then uh, put the stuff about the hosts because if they read the first paragraph and they're like, oh, I'm not interested in that, then they're not going to be interested in who the hosts are. <laughs> so put the important stuff up at the top. Um, and, you know, here it mentions your, your Marine, you know, and uh, Mike is a, a U.S. Army guy. And um, I know, uh, Eric, you had some notes about we never hear about that in the show. Yeah, I didn't realize you had military background until I was on the about page. I think your qualifications there, um, with both of you having military background, lends great credibility to the show. And I would have liked to have heard a little bit about that. 
um, right up front, whether that's in your recorded open or whether that's part of the open that you guys lead into. Um, because just listening to the show, this particular episode, it just sounds like two buddies hanging out talking guns because you because you like to shoot stuff, you know. And, and the fact that you both have military backgrounds lends a lot of credibility to the fact that you actually know what you're talking about. You're not just you know two guys with some cans of bud out shooting bottles in the backyard. You know, it's something you know what you're talking about. And I think had you shared a little bit about that background and your qualifications at the beginning of the show, it would have um, set up the, uh, the the trust factor in the show a little bit more. I would have loved to have heard that. Um, with regard to the website, if I can jump in there uh, real yeah. quick, Dave, I thought the website was fantastic. I love the clean nature of it. You know, a lot of people are getting into that. Load up the website with as much crap as possible so you can keep people on there as long as possible. I love the fact that I could find exactly what I was looking for on the site. The graphics were clean and uh, and added to the content, and uh, everything was easy to navigate. Reaching out and contacting you was easy to find. Finding the podcast was simple. Finding all of the uh, contact information and the about information was great. Um, and I pulled it up on my phone, on my iPhone, and it looked fantastic. It wasn't it wasn't difficult to read that it wasn't too small to navigate around. Um, I thought the website all the way around top to bottom was great. I love the theme as well. And I, I like the fact that, um, you know, here's the kind of the logo with the, the bear and the gun. And then when you go to the words of wisdom page, it's the same bear. It's just a different, uh, different. Now he's kind of hanging I'm out. Still <laughs> I'm still working on that one. <laughs> all right. But I just thought it was a nice, you know, again, just a nice touch, constant theme you got the pause going through, which also then ties into your album artwork, you know, here. So I thought branding wise and looks wise and navigation wise, you know, piece of cake. I, I my favorite is um, a lot of people will have a streaming player. It, there are people that want to download the file. I'm, I'm one of those because I want to take it and dissect it for the show, but not everybody's doing a podcast review show, but there are those people that want to listen to it at work. You know, maybe they're not going to throw it on their phone or something like that. And um, if they download it, then they can open it another player and then get off your website because, well, they're supposed to be doing work. And, and you know, the boss is going to come in. They can't be on your website. If so, you own the bear, create yourself some T-shirts because that's a great bear. <laughs> Love him. I, I actually, um, I have a friend who does a, a bigger pro-gun podcast, and he said that at some point I should try and st sell, like, a plush version of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, at least just put him on a T-shirt leaning up against the title of the show or something, you know, and then put the URL on the bottom of it. I, I He's great. People would support that nine ways to Sunday. Yeah, and even like here on this, uh, the latest episode called You Gotta Fight, uh, you know, you've got, again, two people fighting, but it's bears. So yeah. you can't go wrong with polar bears, you know, beating each other up. That's awesome. Uh, I did have a question. Who's who's your target audience is this for the gun newbie or? No, no. This is uh, my uh, actually when I when we did the previous show, um, I expressed it a little bit more um, directly. But uh, I think our target audience are people who are are interested in advocating for Second Amendment rights and keeping them up on what's happening in that world. Um, so we're not really targeted to like try and convince anyone of anything. Um, we're more for the person who's already in kind of like the Second Amendment world, and they're interested in being an advocate. Got it. Because I know I, I am a – I am not anti-gun. I'm not – I'm just – I 
I grew up in Ohio in a city where, you know, <laughs> you, had, you had to hide your BB gun because you weren't allowed to shoot it in city limits kind of thing. So not I, a lot I, of gun I, protests there in Akron? No, no not, not, not really. Um, and I just know I was lost in, in jargon, but I should have been because I'm not a, you know, when you guys were talking, well, the 236, well, you can't shoot that unless you got the 555 or whatever it was. And I mean, I have no idea what they're talking about. Mike, yeah, Mike going into uh, the thing. I don't know if it was on that this episode, but he'll go into like different pressures for different caliber. Yeah. And I, was, I felt like Mr. Mom, 220, 221, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what those numbers meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I had in my notes here about the content, because you guys bring it up a lot, and again, kind of going back to that new person, and maybe this is just known in the gun world, you mention a lot about New Jersey. Like, well, yeah, but Jersey, and Jersey, and then I'm like, okay. And I was like, well, well what is the deal with New Jersey? Because you bring it up a lot. And, you know, now I understand you said because of the one shooting there, they're just passing, you know, they're passing out gun laws like they're, you know. Well, the, the, the Newtown, that that was actually in Connecticut. Um, okay. New Jersey previously had had has probably some of the worst laws in the entire country um, for concealed carry. It's practically non-existent where in what, 44, 45 states, it's shall issue. If you apply and you're statutorily qualified, you get it. Um, it's also very difficult to even purchase a firearm here. We have to go through multiple background checks. Some people, it takes them nine months to a year to get a firearm. They're legal, you know, people who want to be able to protect themselves. And the way the laws are set up, it just gives all the power to the local police agency, and that's going to determine how long you wait, whether it's 30 days or a year. And, you know, if, if it's a constitutional right, we don't think it can be um, disrespected that way in one or, you know, four or five states. It's, yeah. uh, it's pretty entertaining. The, we have concealed carry laws here in uh, Nebraska, so you can go get your concealed carry permit and uh, just pack your heat whenever you want. So now on all, a lot of business doors, it's like, hey, don't bring your gun in here. It's like the Wild West. It's like uh, no smoking, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Oh, and, and you can't bring your gun in. And like, oh, okay, I'll leave it in the car. You can't even do that. You can't even leave it in the car here. If you're outside of your house with your firearm uh, and you're not on your way or back from the range, you are going to be, if you're caught, you're convict, You're going to be a convicted felon. Wow. Ah, and that goes into the other thing that I had a question on, again, being a complete gun newbie, and again, so I'm just not your target audience, is you kept talking about victims, uh, uh, a victim of gun laws. And I was like, what's a victim of a gun law? And I assumed it was because, you know, there's a bad law and it's too strict or something like that. Um, but that was just a phrase that I just said, this must be something that I'm just not hip to. Um, and I would assume that somebody in, in your circle probably hears those stories all the time. Right. Um, you know, we have people in New Jersey who made national news. Um, Brian Aiken was one of the first. He had just moved here from Colorado. Uh, he was moving from his parents' house to a place that he had just bought. Uh, he ended up getting convicted and getting, um, I want to say it was uh, five years or something like that. He ended up getting pardoned by Chris Christie. Um, we had Shanine Allen, who was um, an African-American woman from Philadelphia, on her way to Atlantic City, didn't know that her concealed carry permit wasn't recognized by New Jersey. Um, she was being prosecuted, and fortunately, due to the outcry, she, again, Another person who made national news, she was on USA Today. Um, 
And uh, the prosecutor, you know, eventually dropped the charges, but un- that wasn't until she had gotten national attention. And then just recently, we had a man in Millville, which is like 10 minutes from my house. Uh, they were prosecuting him. He had an antique firearm uh, they had purchased, was bringing it home, and ended up getting pulled over. Uh, they chained him up at the police station. They were going to prosecute him, and he got national attention, and they ended up dropping the charges. So that's who we're talking about with um, with that. Um, I, I might have coined the phrase, I hope, but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anyone else say it. But, you know, I again, it's someone who my audience is going to know. Well, awesome. one one recommendation I'd make for you, John, is you as you want to continue to grow the show and grow the audience and invite more people to the party, is uh, be a little more inclusive with those sorts of things. If, if you go and explain something like that, if you say, you know, uh, a victim of a gun law, you know, because victims of gun laws are around all the time, they just don't get the the uh, attention that everybody else gets that the that the actual victims get on the other side of the fence. Um, but then you go on to explain victim of a gun law is just somebody who has been persecuted for exercising their second amendment. Like the, and, and when you do that, it, it brings the newbies up to speed uh, without insulting the, the folks that are around. Now, if you were, if you were to explain what a AK 47 is, you know, most people will know that and, and your core true fans are, are going to say, I don't understand why he's explaining that to me. But an AR-47, uh, is that an assault rifle? Is that a, a high-power rifle? I don't I don't understand what that is. But if you, you know, and if, if you explain a few of the jargon terms, um, not every time you use them, but at least once a show, that will help the people who want to be uh, part of the group but are maybe are just learning and, and getting up to speed. Like, how do I get involved with that? If you can explain a little bit of that to them, I think it will help your audience grow and and uh, bring more people to the party. The uh, the other question I have is tell us a little bit about, like, okay, we're going to record the show tonight. What kind of show prep? How do you guys set up the show? What have you done? Is it just all like we're going to talk about these three subjects and we'll fix it in the mix? Or how do you guys plan out how your show? How deep do you go? Um, typically what we'll do is, uh, during the course of the week, um, we'll find news articles that we think are interesting. And once we have the news articles, we'll throw them into like a Google doc. And in the Google doc, then we'll see, you know, is there a theme for this that we can tie to like a bigger topic? And we'll, we'll have an outline of what we're going to do. And then if something doesn't fit into like a bigger topic, um, we'll put that in our like weekly update segment where we just kind of go th- quickly through a couple of news items. Well, we hope it's quick. Sometimes we get bogged down. but So in this particular episode, you talk about a show that Mike attended, a gun show that like we heard a little bit of, uh, of that clip where he worked the booth there. In your show notes, how much of that show is in your show notes? What, give me an example of how that works. Um, you know what? I am... Not sure off the top of my head if that was considered a topic. I think we linked to um, to the show's website. So I think it was listed as topic number one, if I remember correctly. So when you and Mike say, okay, this week we're, I went to that gun show, and so I want to discuss that on the show this week, do we right. just leave it at that? Or it, does he say, at the gun show, 
this crazy idiot was charging three times uh, as much for his ammo and he's gouging people and I want to go off on him. And right, uh, so right. let's do that. He, he had mentioned uh, that he was at the show and that that had happened. Um, before he was there, I knew that he was going to be going to the show. Okay. So I expected that he would have something to say from the show. Okay. Uh, and then we had added the other part about the guy doing the gouging thing, mm-hmm. which really tied in well into something that was happening in the community with, um, you know, ammo prices generally due to the uh, proposed M855, which is a type of um, um, ammunition for an AR-15. Okay. Uh, the, the the ATF had proposed regulations that would have outlawed that particular ammunition. So because he saw that happening at the show with um, the guy and his rifle, and uh, as well as you know people with um, with the ammunition, we kind of lumped that together as the topic of um, you know economics in ammo bans. So you knew you were going down that path before the show started. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. We we didn't script out what we were going to say, but we knew it was going to be a topic, and we knew that Mike had had that experience. You you knew the point of the story, right? Okay, great. That that's what I that's what I wanted to get to because um, when you know that, it makes it makes that out that we were talking about a lot easier to detect. Because if you know, okay, we want to talk about this and make our point that this guy's gouging, and and each of us give our side of it then we kind of know that we've accomplished our goal for that particular subject matter. And uh, so great. You have a, you have a great start getting into it. Um, then now we just work on getting out of it and things will be gravy. But yeah, yeah if, that, that sounds great. Cause if you know where you're going, then you know when you got there and then it's just a matter of, okay, now I see the next place I want to go. I'm here. I got to get here. What phrase can I say to get me to there with a smooth transition? And it just keeps flowing, and, and uh, it, it works that way. The other little minor thing, and it's not a huge deal with your content, but as a it, it, with my podcast consultant hat on, not my Dave Jackson, your buddy friend, but as, as the, the guy with the microphone, i got to tell you, playing Will Smith in, in your podcast, A, um, are you on, uh, I know, it sounds like, are you guys doing this via YouTube? I use uh, Skype to record into okay. Because yeah. yeah, if you're if you're on YouTube, that video wouldn't be played because they shazam it and they go, wait a minute, right. that's Will Smith, and it'll stop you from. Uh, uh, we had a, a person on the podcast review show, and we played a clip from his in his in, you know in the beginning of his show. We didn't know he was using you know unlicensed music, and all of a sudden we go to look at the video, and it's like this video contains you know blah 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 from Reverend So and So's Gospel Hour, and we're like, oh, I didn't know that. So um, it's one of those things I always say, you know, you can't play. If you can hear it on the radio, you probably can't play it on, on your podcast. Does that mean it's stopping people? No. You know, I always say. You this know, is something walk- that we've struggled with because um, I've been back and forth on it. And, you know, I know, I know that, you know, I, I try to limit it and, and yeah. very rare. Yeah. Um, but I- I listen to other shows and I hear it out there and I'm just like Yeah, I was gonna say I there's a the the very first uh music podcaster, his name's Michael uh Butler, he does uh, the Rock and Roll Geek show. He actually broke a band. They were from Australia and they actually got to tour the US because he made them popular on his show. So they're not suing him. You know what I mean? It's kinda like, right. hey. But uh I wish the music business would get their act together and have some sort of way where I could pay him like two hundred bucks a year to just play whatever I want, but 
Uh, it's the uh, download. I looked into it, you know, like you're talking about going to, was it ASCII or whatever the place ASCAP. is? Yeah. The place. And then there's something about some Harry Fox guy, and I, don't yeah. know, I got lost. Exactly. They haven't made it easy. And um, Dan Miller from 48 Days to the Work You Love, he went nine months back and forth with Sony to finally get a contract with Bachman Turner Overdrive to use taking care of business. It's not easy. It's a big pain in the butt. And when I tried to do it, they wanted $300 an episode. And I went, I don't know what you think a podcast is, but uh, yeah. So it's, again, I my thing is, you know, swim at your own risk. Just that's how I kind of leave that. Uh, but uh, so um, you had a great intro. That, that's the beautiful thing. And as you mentioned, the outro is from Music Radio Creative. And here's more of their lovely artwork. Except uh, it sounds like this. And with that, we thank you for listening to the show. Yes, thank you. All right, that's going to do it. We'll see you next week. Uh, Thank you for listening to The Bear Arms Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes to rate and leave a review. This helps spread the word, and we thank you for it. For show notes or updates about new episodes, please visit www.beararmshow.com. So, like we said, they do great work at <laughs> Music Radio Creative. Just so you know, uh, you, were, you were facing what uh, guys in radio make it sound so easy which is talking up a record. So you have to know that, hey, the lady's voice comes in at whatever, 32 seconds or whatever it is. So you're like, hey, thanks for listening. No lady yet. Okay. And again, it's not a big deal. Um, so I, I, I have that in post, actually. I don't. I was going to say, okay, because if you do this in post, you can just, when you guys quit talking, just have the lady come in and fade the music in and, and okay. So, uh, but it was quick and to the point. Eric, any... Uh, Opinion, uh, John, in our pre-show notes, uh, when we asked you to fill out a couple things, one of the goals of your podcast was to get people to visit the website, and uh, you you mention it briefly before you play your close. And in in her close, she says, "Hey, if you want uh, show notes or updates on future episodes, go to the website." And that's basically it. it it's not. It doesn't excite me like, holy cow! I better get over there to beararmshow.com right now to sign up like it, it what like <laughs> give me something entice me tease me like give make make it make it worth my time to to get on the computer and log in to beararmshow.com and get whatever it is you're going to give me you know if it happens to be uh you want to see that crazy eight point buck i got this weekend i got a crazy photo of it right now up on bear, beararmshow.com or if uh you know you want to see the holster that my brother made uh, check it out. Or if you want to order a Panda t-shirt, a crazy Panda t-shirt, get it over at the website. Or you have a lead magnet or something, give me give me a real reason to go to the website. Not just, hey, if you want to see our pretty artwork uh, and sign up for our newsletter so we can spam you, go to the website. So give, me, give me a reason. That's what I'm saying. If that's your goal is to get people to go to the website, each week have one specific call to action and that reason you want them to go to the website because they're going to get content there that they don't get anywhere else, and it's up this week right now. Go get it. And I, I know it's hard. You mentioned how sometimes news is uh, you know, a little scarce. This is something I, I struggle with myself. If you know what the next week's show is going to be, it's never a bad idea to say, hey, next week – 
we're going to be talking about blah, blah, blah. Like in, in last week's show, we knew you were coming up and I said, Hey, we're going to be reviewing the bear arm show. If you want to go check it out ahead of time, here it is, you know, and then send us in your feedback. And so, you know, anytime you can tease what's coming up, you got them listening. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, and that's when you say, and by the way, if you never want to miss another show, just go out to beararmshow.com slash iTunes, right? You can use uh, the pretty link to make a nice, easy to say, easy to remember link and subscribe today. And, uh, that's that's a way to get people because it's nice that a lot of people can go out and click on the big giant play button, but really, the more subscribers you got, uh, the the better off you're you're going to be. Teasing next week's episode is always a great idea, and it's yeah. something I struggle with immensely because I always think I know what I'm going to talk about, and it never fails. Whenever I tease next week's episode, my subject changes before I record the <laughs> next, and I screw myself like, I knew I shouldn't have teased next week's episode. But yeah, overall. Again, I'm not a gun person. I really like, even today, like when you were talking about, you know, the different uh, victims of gun laws, you know, man, it's just flowing. The water's just flowing. And I was like, oh, here's a guy who knows his stuff. So the the passion is there. Obviously, you and your brother have, it's like you guys are brothers or something. You know, you have that <laughs> that thing uh, that I, you, can, you can smell like the... Um, the inside jokes. Like, I think at one point he says, oh, what are you going to uh, – he didn't say mastermind. Um, when you started to get into the whole what's the value of it, I forget what he said. And I'm like, I, I bet – I was going to PhD him or something. PhD yeah, him. That's yeah, what I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I bet that's something that they talk about a lot, you know. So I like the chemistry. Um, you know, that was great. I, I love the, the heart of it is, you know, hey, I want to stop you guys from being gouged. You know, and um, the fact that, hey, we need to, uh, you know, maybe get with your senator and, and come up with some sort of nationwide thing. Uh, and I thought you made a great point. Look, we've got marriage licenses are acknowledged and birth certificates are acknowledged. Why isn't there some sort of nationwide, hey, I'm allowed to have this gun kind of license? Uh, I was unaware that, you know, if I go into another state, hey, guess what? Uh, hands on the wall, buddy. Uh, so I was unaware of that. So to me, I was like, okay, this is good content. In the same way that you want to tease people, if you can, at the end of their show, you know, right up front, hey, you want to stay tuned because uh, here's what we're going to talk about, this, this, and that. You know, And, and that's – it goes with um, the, the same thing. People don't they, – they kind of listen like they read, and people don't read from top to bottom. They skim. So you, you have a great headline or a great title for your podcast, and then when you – within that first, you know, minute, two minutes, here's what we're going to hit you with. And that way they're like, well, I'm going to hang tight. I'll, I'll listen to the weather because they're going to talk about this in about a minute and a half or so or two minutes or so. Thought that was good. Your audio sounded fine. For me, you got your – I don't know what happened with the title tag, but it looked like you made your the right points. And uh, the website, again, I, I love, when I saw that, I was like, well, that was that was easy. A+. plus. Uh, John, I know we, we've been throwing a lot at you. It's like drinking from a fire hose. Uh, a couple things that I absolutely love about your show, I love your passion for your content. I love your, uh, your knowledge of it. Don't be afraid to share that. Even, uh, you know, don't assume that all of your listeners know everything, you know, uh, you know, a ton about this subject and, uh, share your qualifications and share your knowledge and, and let that freak flag fly. I love the production elements of your show. I think you yeah. do a great job with the intro, the outro, the, the sound effects within the show. 
they it you didn't overdo it. You know, I'm not hearing gunshots every five seconds. Um, I but it to keep was, that to the words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, it it surprises me. You know, it yeah, came out of nowhere and it was like, holy cow! You know, it, it got my attention, which is what a sound effect is supposed to do. It's supposed to add to the experience. And I thought your production values did that. And I think you got a great website, and I love the panda logo, and I think you ought to put it on a t-shirt. Of of all of the things that I've, we've given you to work on, you know, there's a lot of things to, to take some sandpaper and just brush off the sharp edges. But if I could give you three things to work on, one would be the introduction. Suck people into your show right up front. Tell them what they're going to get and how they're going to benefit from listening to this particular episode um, before you jump into it and, and get into the small talk. Make that intro just incredibly powerful and, and beneficial for them. Work on your segues from one topic to the next. They don't need to be abrupt. You don't need to flash the applause sign. People will love you anyway. Just let it go from one topic into the next. Just make it that nice conversational transition. And the close of the show, make it that powerful call to action. Get people to do what you want them to do. And if it's to go to your website, um, give them a real focused reason to get to that website. But by all means, Show your qualifications. I mean, you know a lot about this subject, and there's a reason both you and your brother know a lot about this subject, and I would I would highly recommend that you tell people that you're qualified. You don't need to brag or boast, but there's a reason people should listen to you when it comes to this discussion, and I think you ought to use that to your benefit and let people know that you're more than qualified to have this discussion. Any, any uh, other questions you want to ask us while you have us? And uh... I am curious, you know, for, for us to get into some of our topics, like it takes a while for us to get heated up. Uh, is it, do we need to have that conversation to get us into the, into the topic before we start recording? Or is that something I should work on maybe cutting it in post? Because I, I feel like without having like that warm up part, we're not going to get to the, to the good stuff. Well, when I work with podcasters on getting into the subject matter, especially with co-hosts, because you want your co-host to know exactly where you're going with your topic. I always highly recommend you lead with an intriguing introduction. What is it that, and my coach always told me, what is it you want to make the audience laugh at, marvel at, or better understand? And Dave always says something like, what do you want to make them laugh at, cry at? What, what, what do you recommend, uh, Dave? You should make them laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. There you go. So when you, when you go to, to introduce a subject and you say, okay, what do I want to make my audience laugh at, marvel at, or better understand? And you, okay, and we're going to talk about victims of gun laws. I want to make people understand that this lady who's been victimized by a crime that ha just happened to include a gun is hypocritical because the day before they went out and purchased their own gun. And that's what I want to make people marvel at is – you know, this whole fact. And we're going to start into it using the Gabby Giffords story. So we'll explain when Gabby Giffords got shot, here's what happened. And now, you know, this lady over here who was a victim of a crime, and they have to call it a victim of a gun crime for some reason. Yet before this, she was this, uh, uh, she went out and purchased a, a gun and you get into it. You start with the story right there. You lead with your passion and that will uh, that will instantly spark the debate and the discussion. If you start with the thing you hope to make the audience better understand, that will spark your passion and your discussion right there. And and sparks will fly from the get go. And it won't take you time to get heated up 
because you're starting right where it hurts the most, right where your heart bleeds. That's where you want to start. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, it, you know, I guess, uh, you know, maybe maybe I didn't quite get uh, the point. Like, like you're talking about, I don't know if we really got to the point that I had intended to make. Um, maybe we got sidetracked a little bit because my point that I intended to make had actually been that victims of uh, crimes and victims of gun laws didn't be instantly become experts. Yeah. That was actually kind of where I was starting from, and I think we probably got away from that because of the Gifford story being so big. Yeah, yeah, I, maybe so. So if we start there, if we start where just because you're a victim, that doesn't mean you're an expert. And here are a couple examples. This lady that gets shot, you know, all of a sudden she's all over all these talk shows like she's an expert on gun law, and the only experience she has is she got shot, and the day before she bought a rifle. And she's, you know, talking out of both sides of her mouth because the guy that shot her, she, you know, she's advocate of background checks, and the guy that shot her passed the background check. So she has no idea what she's talking about. And another example is the Gifford story, and we can go into that in, in – you know, if you if you lead with your point, which I think it was in there, I don't know if it was close to being up front, yeah. and you just kind of skirted over it before we really got into the to the to the story about the lady. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I would do, and then just kind of make sure you come back around to the point. I don't know if it would hurt the conversation. Like I go back to the whole Walmart part, like that kind of came in later. If you knew. Not like just, well, I'm going to bring up, here's the points I'm going to bring up. Like, here's my main idea. Here's the point I want to make. And here's the supporting information that help explain why this is a good idea. And likewise, if your brother has a counterpoint, well, I'm going to bring up here and here and here and here. Now, you don't know exactly what he's going to say, but at least then you can kind of see how everything goes in together. Uh, and that way, if it's in, if it just says Walmart in the Google Doc, then you know he's not done yet. So... It kind of lets you know, and then when you see that everybody's made their main points, now it's okay. How do I get off this ride? We've hit all the topics we wanted to hit. We've made our main point. Now let's, and then you, you know, another thing I read in the news today was this, and then you're off to the next section. So that's another great use of the the Google Docs. I mean, that's what we're doing here. I have Eric's notes in front of me, and he has mine, and that's what I'm like. Yeah, I think you had something to say about that. So uh, not the best transition in the world, but uh, it. it I make sure I know that at this point I look at the, the sheet we have and I know we've made all of our points. So that might be something that you guys can do. And that way you're not leaving so much up to chance. Right. But there's still plenty of room to go because you're always going to think of something. You know, in the heat of the battle, of the debate, of the talk, something's going to pop in. That's, that's always the, the beauty of it. That's the art of it. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me anytime you'd like at uh, podcasttalentcoach.com. All of the uh, contact information is right there. And, John, you want to give your website a plug one more time? Sure. It's uh, bearearmsshow.com. And, of course, you can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. And, as always, if you would like to uh, get your podcast reviewed, uh, it's super easy. Go over to podcastreviewshow.com. You can be on the show like John was tonight. If you'd rather, some people are a little nervous about coming on live. That's fine too. And, uh, you know, there are different options there for that. Uh, just go over to podcastreviewshow.com. Then we, uh, you pick an, an episode that you want us to review. And we set up a time when we can get together. We uh, join together on a lovely Google Hangout. And uh, you'll see your smiling face or hear your smiling voice. Or you'll just like last week, you'll hear us talk about your show. 
And uh, it's super easy. Just go over to podcastreviewshow.com. And uh, we hope to be listening and going through and sifting through your show. Again, go over to podcastreviewshow.com. 